0: You're the only person stopping yourself from reaching what you want to do. But I would never turn back time and change any of them. I'm trying to build something bigger than me and I want to inspire. You know, know your worth and know that you can reach your dreams as long as you fight for them. Nobody's
1: gonna do it for you. Welcome to the Idea Vault Podcast, where we talk about crazy ideas from the inside of an old bank vault. I'm Mari Alice Porter, Idea Bank Program Coordinator, and I'm here with Lynn George, Director of Troy University's Idea Bank, and Chris Stagel, Design Professor at Troy University. We are broadcasting from the vault in historic downtown Troy, Alabama, and we are here to help you unlock your ideas. All right. Today's guest is Haley Finger. Haley is 25 years old. She's a Troy native, graduate of Zion Chapel. She is an entrepreneur here in Troy. She owns The Pizza Box and now Loaded. So Haley, welcome and thank you for being on our podcast today. I want to start off by just asking you about your journey. Kind of tell me where you started and where you are now
0: so I started as the donut girl at Sips and worked my way up all the way to the kitchen manager before opening and venturing off on my own. So it's been an exciting journey and a lot of
1: lessons learned. Yeah. So how old were you whenever you started working for Sips on the Square?
0: I was 18 years old.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So it's been a
0: few years. I've been with them for over a decade, actually. Um, I started off babysitting Jamie's daughter at 15.
2: So, okay. So, let's let me talk about Sips for a second so that the listeners understand what we're talking about when we say Sips. So, Sips is a local beer garden restaurant, but they started as a pizza restaurant on the square, actually, right next door to us. I used to go there way too often (laughs) because it was too easy to get to. So, you started with Sips when they were doing pizza and donuts, and then recently, I guess about a year ago, two years ago, two. two years ago now, Sips moved from the square to a different location, not far, and they do an outdoor beer garden with multiple food trucks. So you have two of those food trucks now.
0: Yes, we are in shipping containers out there. Um, so I have one shipping container and one food truck, um, and okay. so it has created a different environment for Troy, and we are very, very proud of, like, what the welcoming and home environment that we've created and the guests that we get out there.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So once y'all moved off the square, did you move with them, or did you, um, you know, kind of have another direction that you were planning to go, but loop back around? How did that journey kind of unfold?
0: So I was working the kitchen until the day we closed. Um, I actually moved down to the SIP slot two weeks before them in my original food trailer um, because I've upgraded um, since then about a year ago. Um, But I moved down and started cooking pizzas in that trailer two weeks before the SIPs actually opened and got all of their requirements for alcohol. And so... I was with them until the very last day. We were cooking in that kitchen and moved over and started cooking in the nude lot. So,
1: yeah. So, did you always see yourself kind of venturing off and becoming an entrepreneur, or where did you think you were going to go once you started that role at Sips on the Square?
0: So, Jamie's mom, Beverly Taylor, which is one of my biggest uh, inspirations, honestly, she's a total boss babe. Um, she always tells a story about the very first time I met her as she sat there eating donuts and drinking coffee at 6 o'clock in the morning, was <laughs> you said that you would open a restaurant. And I was like, well, I also told you that I probably was at one point too. <laughs> the restaurant industry is such a revolving and a changing industry. And so I took a year off and was like, I'm not doing this. And then I was like, this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. Like I missed it so much. And so I – Started off thinking that I was going to open a traditional restaurant, but the world has changed so much, and so I could not imagine not being in my food trucks now.
2: What was your original restaurant idea? Oh, so
0: I grew up with sips, so I've always loved, like, the pizza and all, but as funny as it is, is my loaded truck. Um, I've always loved the idea of just loading it up and having so many different options, and The ability to always diversify and change the menu. And so um, I love the pizza box, and it is my baby for sure. Very proud of my two years with it. And it opened the
1: opportunities
0: for Loaded. But I have been talking about the Loaded dream for years, I think.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So tell me about some of the obstacles that you've had to face throughout your journey in the past, I guess, two years of being on your own.
0: So I think— Elsie Taylor, the owner of SIPS, explains it best. She says that business is putting little fires out all day, every day. And most of the time, it's not real fire. Um, Sometimes in the (laughs) restaurant industry, it is. (laughs) But um, I think that a lot of the obstacles are just definitely teaching opportunities and lessons learned. I kind of call myself the foremost blodget expert of the Southeast region. So a blodget is (laughs) the pizza oven I use. She's been around for a while. Um, (laughs) She's old. But I love her and she does the job. But I have learned how to take pieces apart. So just last week, day before Thanksgiving, a piece went out. And so I took the oven completely apart and put it all back together (laughs) on a Wednesday afternoon at (laughs) 3 o'clock. That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that, you know, you're the only person stopping yourself from reaching what you want to do. Um, I've learned how to plumb electricity, um, being a 25 year old woman running two businesses, like you have to do the dirty work as well. And so I think that the obstacles are definitely taught me lessons in how to fix stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then recently, you were in the 10 Under 40 for the Troy Messengers Progress of 2023. Congratulations, by the Thank way. You <laughs> great. Wow, congrats. Front cover and everything. You're awesome. But you told a story in there of your oven going out, right? The first... Oh, my first oven. Yeah. <laughs> Tell um, us about that.
0: So they say in the food truck industry that if you last past two months, then you have the higher chances. If you last past a year, then you're really doing something right in the restaurant industry. Um, And so I'm so thankful to be hitting two years now. But two months in, I told myself I couldn't quit. But I cried many days in that kitchen. Um, My mom sat there with me, and I was raised by a single mom. And so... She has definitely taught me strong independence. And I'll never forget, me and Mom were sitting there trying our best. We had people come to help, and nobody could figure it out because Blodgetts, they require a specialist. But I had walked into the bathroom, and she comes beating on the door crying. And she said, I see a flame. I see a flame. <laughs> oh <my laughs> no. Because just trying to light the flame, we could not because of, like, the regulator piece. And so, like I said, we've learned some lessons, and we have figured it out Um And so I'm very thankful for my support system.
1: Yeah, I I think that that's absolutely crazy that you experienced such an obstacle starting off and you were able to say, like, no, this is what I'm doing. And you stayed headstrong in that. So are there any lessons that you learned through your experiences that have impacted how you lead as a business owner?
0: Um, In the restaurant industry, you are catering to many different backgrounds. And so we have customers who come once or even three times a week because we've created a family and we love them and so and I think we make them feel special and so I think that that's you know and food but I think that that's truly why they return is because they feel like they're part of something bigger and that is honestly it makes my heart so happy that that's something that me and my team have created. Um, We are a little family and I'm very picky about who comes into the family and how we work together and some people don't mesh. But last week we had work Thanksgiving and we all brought our potluck and gathered around the kitchen table and just sat there and enjoyed actually getting to hang out with each other versus just running around the kitchen. And it meant a lot to me that they'd want to hang out after work.
1: Now, how many people do you have that work for you right now?
0: think it's nine to ten right now I have like some like siblings and extra help that like hop in and out yeah. so
2: yeah yeah I'm curious if you can walk us through operationally how that transition was going from working for Lindsay and Jamie at SIPS and then now you're in a leadership role or an owner role and you have a team of people to manage with two different locations really how how does all of that work? So
0: I've always enjoyed being the leader. Um, I was actually like my class vice president in high school, voted most involved, started clubs, but also struggled with, you know, making sure that I was leading them in the right place. So I transferred over from Sips, and actually my first hire was Tatum. She came from Sips with me, so she'd work a little bit in the mornings with me and then she would go and bartend for them. And so she worked for both of us. But that was my very first employee. I actually have a list um, on a piece of paper of every employee I've ever had just to keep track of it because they're my people now. They're part of my family. So I started with one. I think I went up to four. My little sister, she's 17 now, but she started working for me and definitely was a huge help in the beginning. Um. She got fired one time,
2: but, you know, (laughs) that's siblings for you. Um, That has to be fun, to fire your sister. (laughs) Right? She will say
0: that we mutually agreed that it was time for a break. (laughs) But um, So I went up to four, and then August the 22nd, I believe, of um, 2022, we moved from the Pizza Box's original food trailer to – the shipping container that we're in now, and I took over the entire Sips menu um, and added all the fried goods in as well. And so we literally had cooked lunch, closed, moved everything over, and opened for supper on a Wednesday night. Um, (laughs) The craziest day. So at that point, I definitely had a bigger kitchen and needed more staff. Our first night over there, we were completely hand tossing in our dough, um, with a rolling pin, like, from start to finish, and we still hand toss it, but we could not keep up with demand. I literally had to hire people my first week and buy a dough sheeter to keep up with demand because we just weren't staffed for it. We weren't staffed for the—I wasn't, I guess, staffed for the expansion. We made it through. My mama and sisters hopped in and brother, like, we survived, but— Definitely could not imagine without my team I have now. Whenever I open Loaded, we're going on our third month now, I cross-trained a few, and then I did hire two that specifically work in that trailer, but multiple of my staff cross-trained between the two.
1: Now, tell me about some of your experiences growing up, like maybe about your childhood and about even your college experience and kind of how that shaped your journey. Okay.
0: I grew up number two out of four children. So, as a middle child, you're kind of sometimes forgotten and left to your own. And definitely, a lot of middle children are more independent and forward thinkers, I believe. I was raised by a single mom, like I said, and so she taught me hard work and you know what it meant to drive and create something um, for yourself. Honestly, my very first time cooking, I was nine years old, and. I was hungry for breakfast and everyone was asleep. Um, <laughs> so I went into the kitchen and made French toast <laughs> um, on the stove and got in so much trouble for making French toast <laughs> because I wasn't supposed to be using the equipment and they still ate it all anyway and loved it. And so I don't know why I got in trouble, but um, <laughs> I've honestly always enjoyed cooking. So I worked from kind of a young age. I kind of grew up on the verse, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And so a lot of it I, you know, maybe didn't understand the situations I faced, but I would never turn back time and change any of them because I'm so thankful for how they turned out. And I always knew that the future I was trying to build
1: was going to be better. So, Yeah, I love that. Now, you've talked a lot about just people in general. Tell me what you think the importance of having good people in your corner is. So...
0: I think that having people that support you and cheer you on at one point in my life I didn't have as good of a group that uh cheered me on. There were you know, I feel like sometimes once you start to succeed, some people try to tear you down. Creating your boundaries and creating your space that you know, you're not gonna make everyone happy, everyone's not gonna cheer you on, but only listening to the there's difference between constructive criticism and having just negative people in your bubble. And so I believe in creating a bubble that is your cheerleaders and is your support team and want to do your best. So not too long ago, my mom was in a wreck and I had to run to the hospital. And by the time I got in my car, I went to call one of my boys and asked for them to be on call. They said, Caitlin's already called us. We're there. All three of them were like, we got you. And so to have a team that would show up for you at any given time, like, could not ask for a better group. And my mom, she'll hop in at any point that I need. her. my brother, he's a fireman now, and so, like, his schedule's a little more hectic. But if I called him, he'd be in there flipping, you know, cooking and uh, feeding people. So I think that having people that, like, cheer you on and want the best for you, I think it makes such a big difference in how you look at yourself because sometimes, like— It gets hard whenever you're the only person cheering yourself on, but in this industry, like, you can't quit some, or you can quit, but I don't give myself that opportunity. I'm trying to build something bigger than me, and I want to inspire. Growing up, I created a group my junior year, and it was called ZC Jewels, and I wanted to inspire young girls to reach their potential and reach their dreams and know their worth, and I think that that's the biggest thing that I still try to teach my team is that like you know know your worth and know that you can reach your dreams as long as you fight for them nobody's gonna do it for you
2: you have to be selective with who you have on your team or not even just that but who you take advice from and you just described that perfectly because the better you get and the more you grow the more people you're gonna have in your ear and the harder it is to tune out the noise but Sounds like you've got that down, Pat. I'm trying. I'm (laughs) trying.
1: (laughs) Now, you talked a little bit about your vision. Honestly, from the very beginning,
0: since I was younger, I wanted to create something that nobody could take away from me and the world didn't give me. Um, And so I've always just wanted a little building and... I'm getting there. I guess my food truck's my little building, but I wanted a piece of property and I wanted a building on it. I didn't care if it was a shack or a mansion. Like, I wanted something that was mine that nobody could take away, and so and be debt free for sure. Um, but so I started. You know, I wanted a restaurant, a brick and mortar as they call it, and then I wanted a fleet of food trucks. Um, <laughs> which, being um, an independent business owner, is kind of scary. So I have the two food trucks now, and we literally have them parked beside each other on the deck so then I could start at the front of one and still get to the end of the other in less steps than most people in their single restaurant Um, because I was a little nervous. I have a little bit of control issues, and so I was nervous about trying to get my arms long enough, honestly, and to be in two places at one time, and it's honestly, like, worked out a lot better than I expected, and... Having a good team helps that. But I don't know exactly how many more food trucks I'd want to open or how I'd want to diversify it. I really enjoy the two I have now. I think that my next steps would probably be real estate property, but um, <laughs> it'll probably be another year or two. So I had a 10-year plan, and in my 10-year plan, I wanted to be able to help other small business owners. And I rented out my trailer, actually, for the first six months, Um to a local business owner as well. And so he's actually moved on to the square now, and so I'm very excited for him. But it was exciting to be a stepping stone in his journey. But I honestly did not think I would be opening my second food truck until at least year five, so I'm a little ahead of schedule, which is a
2: huge blessing. Where do you spend most of your time? Is it cooking in the pizza box? Is it cooking and loaded? Or is it more floating back and forth? So I get there at 8.30 every morning.
0: Um, I start setting up, get everything ready. I have a long-standing delivery for Sikorsky Aircraft um, at 11 every morning. So it takes two hours for the oven to heat up. Um, it's a big oven. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to get the oven on early enough to be ready for that order um, and to open at 11. Um, so... Right now, it's me and my sister working the morning shifts together, um, which I honestly love. I get in there. We turn the oven on, of course, and start setting up. And we, the pizza box requires a lot more prep work. And so we are prepping all of the fried options and cutting veggies and doing all the prep and getting everything ready to start the day. We do that order, and then we open at 11, make sure we have everything stocked and ready to go. During that time, I'll either be in the kitchen cooking or... We have food deliveries and scheduling and meetings and everything in between. Um, and so the day-to-day, it could look different in the morning times. Most of the time, like at night, I am in that kitchen. Um, but I spend until 5 p.m. in the pizza box, and then I move over to the loaded trailer, and I spend the till 9 p.m. in there. Um, Sometimes at night, I'm hopping between. I'll run over there, make some dough in the pizza box, come back to the loaded trailer and help out there. Um, so sometimes I'm a little bit of a floater at nighttime, but I spend all day between the two. And honestly, that's my happy place. My like most happy I ever am is on a stressful Friday night when we are flooded with orders. And I am in the very middle of it, making pizzas as fast as my little heart will make them. And we are just having fun and...
2: That right there, I feel like encompasses entrepreneurial spirit because my first thought was, oh, those are some long days of work. (laughs) But you say, that's my happy place. like That's what I love to do. So entrepreneurship is long hours and a lot of work, but it's got to be something that you're passionate about.
1: Yeah. Well, and always looking for opportunity. And I think that's something that you've done so well is that whenever Sips was moving, you said, hey, I'm going to change it up. And, you know, here's where I'm going to go next. And now you've added another food truck, you've expanded your business to 10 employees. Like it's, it really is amazing how you have that entrepreneurial mindset in you. And I can tell that it's come from a young age. So it's really awesome. Well, do we have any other questions?
2: Well, congratulations on all your success. I look forward to seeing your next food truck. But I have tried Loaded, and it was very good. So we'll be back for that.
1: Yep. And tell the listeners kind of what your hours are, how they can get connected with you and support your small businesses.
0: So the Pizza Box's hours are 11 to 9, Tuesday through Saturday, and then we're open 12 to 5 on Sundays. The Loaded trailer, I'm still getting it off the ground and so we're open four forty five to 9 Tuesday through Saturday or Tuesday through Friday and then Saturday we're open 11 to 9 all day because a lot of my students are college kids so trying to work around the school schedules
1: yeah awesome but thank y'all so much yeah thank you Haley we really enjoyed it and so proud of all you've accomplished so far especially for being a 25 year old I mean it really is amazing so thanks for coming so on good. and telling us about your journey Yes, thank you. Have a great afternoon. Thank you all so much for having me.